Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon's Exploration. Who am I with today? Grorg. Hold on, what did I make it? Grorg Chord Lord. Grorg Chord Lord. Me. (laughs) Me. Hi, Grorg. Hi. (laughs) And who's this other one? It's me, Sergio. Hi, Sergio. Hi, Sergio. Oh, my God. If you are listening to this episode on uh, Spotify, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and rate us five stars. And if you're listening to us on any other platform, do the same thing if you can. Um, This is a really early call to action. Yeah, we got to do it as early as possible because that's when the most viewers are listening. So subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter and listen to all of our episodes. And look at our link tree. Yeah, make um, us hit 10,000. With the rate we're going, we'll hit it by the end of the year. But if you're listening, you can make it go faster. And if you do, we'll... Um, we'll make a Patreon. Do That's what we'll we said, pa- right? We'll make a Patreon. We did say at 10,000 views, we'll make one. Um, yeah. And then maybe we'll do other things as a result of that. So, you know. <laughs> wink. Speaking <laughs> of other wink. things, what are we doing today? On the 27th, you can catch me and Kai on the Retro Fanfic Retrospective Podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. Godzilla versus Cthulhu. Um, an ancient uh, Godzilla fanfiction. We will be talking about Godzilla, and we'll be talking a little bit about Lovecraft. And how those two things... Yeah. It's going to be awesome. We love Retro Fanfic Retrospective. I don't know them, but I'm sure they're nice. They're very nice. I'm glad. You should go on their show sometime. Well, nobody fucking invites me, so you guys just go on there all willy-nilly. Well, they want to do Warhammer mm-hmm. stuff, so... I'll do Warhammer stuff with them. Tell them I, I invited them to come Warhammer. on and read all oh. Guardsmen Party with us at some point. Tell them, tell them that we own the legal rights to the Lorehammer podcast. That's now, true. They want to come on. I hope we got that in recording. I'm pretty sure we did, but... I think we I don't did. remember. Maybe it was off Maybe? the books. I, I, yeah, it might have been off the books. We'll have to re-listen to that episode. We should make Michael listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So what are what are we doing today? Um, I don't know. What are we doing, Kai? This was your idea, wasn't it? <laughs> huh? Punk. So today we're gonna look at some more critter profiles on Wilson's Wildlife Solutions. Yes, and for some audience background and for Jacob, if he's not familiar with it as he wasn't here the first time we did this, Wilson's Wildlife Solutions is a group of interest located in Boring, Oregon in the SCP universe. Uh, and Boring, Oregon is a nexus of anomalous activity, and Wilson's Wildlife Solutions is a wildlife service slash zoo that takes care of critters, uh, which are the anomalous animals under their care. We it's very wholesome. Were you all today? Um, Kai, which one do you want to start with? We have Wobbles and we have Tangerine. Um, We'll start with Wobbles. How about that? Gotcha. All right. So Critter Profile Wobbles. Uh, first of all, let me shout out the author once I figure out who the heck wrote this. Um, going to the history. Uh, by Dr. Annoying Dog. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> all right. So I will start us off with the um, the little message here. Important. This critter profile is super secret. 
In light of recent events, the operating staff at Wilson's have decided that it may be best to keep information about Wobbles under wraps. If you do not have permission from myself, Alice, or Al, please hit that X button at the top right of the screen and check out any of the other Critter profiles. I'm being serious here, folks. If I catch you reading this without permission, I will send you home early without pay. I don't want to do this, but believe me, I will. Trusting in you. Beowen Wilson. Well, I guess we got to go read Tangerine instead. No, just kidding. Let's yeah, enter the, the password. password. <laughs> password accepted. I okay, will start I'll, with the I'll... overview. Or oh, you go ahead. With the overview. You can do the overview. Okay. So, overview. Name, Wobbles. Species is uh, <clears throat> Erectolobus maculatus, uh, a spotted wabagong, which is a carpet shark, if you all aren't familiar with wabagongs. They're these little, like, flat sharks that resemble carpets because they have these really interesting patterns on them. And they got little fringy barbels. Is there a Pokemon based off of a Wabagong? I think so. I want to say there is. I was about to say Dugong, but Dugong's something else. <laughs> yeah, no. I was going to say Barboach, but Barboach is also something else. There's got to yeah, be Barboach has got the... Got, it's got the, it's got the uh... The whiskers. It does not look like it. I did find uh, maybe not. Fake, I did find fake mon based off the Wabagong, uh, and some uh, crude pencil drawings on the Pokemon wiki. But about that, back hmm. to back to Wobbles. Yes. Wobbles' primary caretaker is the Aquatics team and a guy named Albert Westren. Its diet includes anchovies, crabs, mollusks, and sardines. He absolutely loves tuna as a treat. He is housed within marine enclosure. Creature features. Wobbles is our name for a Wabagong we've come into custody of recently. You read that right, a Wabagong. More specifically, he's a spotted Wabagong. If you don't know what a Wabagong is, it's a type of carpet shark only found near Western Australia. That's right, Wobbles is an Australian shark. Now that's something you don't see every day here in Oregon. Being a type of carpet shark, Wobbles is excellent at hiding. He uses the carpet-like pattern on his back to blend into the ocean floor. He also uses the beard-like protrusions on his jaw to blend into the plant life, making it harder for prey and predator to spot him. Sometimes even we can't find him in his, in his enclosure. As you might imagine, that makes it a little hard for old Albert to keep an eye on him. What makes Wobbles strange is that he's impossible to touch. I don't mean that he's just slippery or aggressive. It's literally impossible to touch his skin. No matter what we do, we just can't grab, pet, or caress him. Anything that tries coming into contact with him seems to just bounce right off. We're not exactly sure if he's fully in control of this ability, but one thing is clear. Wobbles does not like being touched. History. We have a, a, a picture of a orange wabagong with a, a white circular pattern all across its body. With the caption Wobbles just doing his best to blend in. We find we first found out about Wobbles after some folks over at Cannon Beach started making waves about a strange looking critter making the rounds. They said something about how it would slip right through nets and almost repel touch. There were also rumors about some shady folks trying to catch him and failing. So we set out to see if we could grab him and give Wobbles a proper home. As you can probably tell, we succeeded, but I'll be darned if our little Salachian friend didn't give drive us nuts in the process. Gill netting didn't work, lobster cages were too small for wobbles, and long line fishing could potentially hurt other critters, so we didn't even bother trying that. Alex suggested that we baited him with a magnetic object, then turned on a high-powered magnet. We don't have that kind of budget here. Just as we were running out of ideas, Old Albert suggested we trap him in a tank, 
as it looked like he w wasn't able to displace water. We quickly got to work and submerged the biggest tank that we could get our hands on and loaded up with bait, then set, set up the lid to close at our command. A few hours of patiently waiting and monitoring the camera feed, and presto, we were able to capture our new friend and bring him back home. Wobbles made sure to let us know he didn't like anyone closing their hands near him, as the poor little guy would swim away the minute we shut our hands, even to grab some chum for him. He's gotten more trusting around people recently, especially old Albert, whose arthritis won't let him close his hands all the way. A match made in heaven. Despite having made a friend, Wobbles is still pretty elusive. It seems like our sneaky little friend values his privacy, which is something we can respect. Special needs and accommodations. Hold Wobbles on, shirt. hold on, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Oh, Claude okay. Sire. Um, the, the Whooper Evolution from Gen 9 kind of kind of looks like a wobble gong it's more like a mud fish but it's you know similar shape yeah i guess that's what came to mind when when you described it um i'll post a picture in fan and hq for sergio if you did not look it up yeah i do love claude sire because look at him <laughs> he looks more like a, a lobe finned fish to me I don't know what that means, so I will agree with you. He is the spiny fish Pokemon. He's based. Hmm. I like his. I like his he, expression. It's very chill. He is based. His his Japanese name is Do. Do, just Do. Do. Would that All be right, Do or is it Do? It looks like Do. Hold on. It sounds. It trans. Do. Do do. Putting the Google Translate do or do do. Okay, which it means door, I guess. Which I don't know. That's funny. <laughs> I think that's funny. His name is Door. 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 He do. He does kind of look like a door. Whooper's Japanese name is Upa. You learn something new every day. Thank you. Thank you for the Japanese names. You're, you're welcome. Okay, do you want to read uh, Wobbles' special needs and accommodations? Yeah. Wobbles shares his enclosure with a few other animals, namely a pair of dolphins and a harbor seal. Is it harbor or arbor? Can we can we discuss? I think it's harbor. Where's the H? Harbor. Is, is it real? Harbor it's seals real. and an octopus. He doesn't need much, but we did add some hiding places for him since he seems to be wary of everything and everyone for the moment. Every once in a while, we'll have to change around the locations of the hiding places, as he'll only use them a few times. It looks like he can be a little picky. Edit. Under the, uh, uh, after the unfortunate accident of 6-22-2025, we have had to start vetting our volunteers a little more thoroughly. It's really putting a strain on the old checkbook and slowing things down a tick, but it's worth it to make sure the critters at this here center are safe and sound. Let's read the notes about Wobbles. You want me to continue? Since it, I only uh, read like a paragraph, you can take notes about wobbles, and I very specifically want you to read the dialogue because I feel like you have a voice for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Though we were originally a little anxious about introducing some other aquatic life into Wobbles' enclosure, we quickly realized that it was not a big deal. Even if the seals or the octopus wanted to make a meal out of them, they'd have to try catching him first, which is one tall order. Situation report. On 6-19-2025, we accepted a volunteer form of a guy no one had seen around boring before, but he had claimed to be very experienced with sharks. We gave him a ring and asked him to come by on the 22nd. 
When he showed up for his first day of volunteer work, he ran straight for Marine Enclosure 1 while yelling, Taste my fist, you Salachian wretch, for the Shark Punching Center! <laughs> Fortunately, old Albert and I sprung into action. We tackled down the perpetrator with some good old WSW. Wilson Stranger, Ran- Stranger, Stranger, Stranger Wrangling, or Strangling for short, <laughs> and saved the day just as he was about to dive in for poor Wobbles. He might have been an expert in Salachi. Is it Salachian? Did I say that right? I think it's Salachian. Salachian. Hold on. We got to look up how to say everything today. Salachian. <laughs> I was wrong. Salachian. Oh, so we fancy. also were wrong because we've been saying it wrong. Okay. <laughs> well, he might have been an expert in Salachian pugilism, but clearly not versed in Homo sapien engagement. We handed him over to the supervisors, who seemed just, a confu- just as confused as we are about the old the old odd fellow but they seemed pretty interested to learn more about his fellow shark punching lunatics anyway it looks like we can no longer trust people like we used to it appears we've slacked on our vetting system the proper people have been giving a stern talking to the same as i've given myself for letting this slide i'm personally going to crack down on the vetting system starting monday in the meantime i'm going to password protect this critter profile i don't know if those shark punching creeps are still out there but if for some reason they're reading this, this is Wilson's Wildlife Solutions, where all crit- critters are welcome, not Wilson's Slackian Wrestling. I love it. I do love it. I mean, I hate that they punched Wobbles. They tried to punch. They, they, didn't, tried, they didn't actually punch. Okay, they tried they, to punch they, they Wobbles. But they just bounce off because of the field? Or they just couldn't hit him. That's true. Yeah, what, maybe that's why he's afraid of closed hands because he's been punched a lot. That's true. I didn't think about that. That's so sad. Oh, you oh. know what? Because they mentioned the the strange people trying to get him. He was probably under attack by the shark punching center. Can you explain what the shark punching center is for people who are uninitiated? Yeah. So this is this is some deep lore. So if we go back <laughs> to the original four uh, chan post. Um, uh, that created SCP, SCP-173, the statue. It misspells SCP as SCM and SPC. And people often will, will misspell SCP as SPC. So it got turned into a group of interest called the Shark Punching Center, who come from an alternate dimension where the SCP Foundation is the Shark Punching Center. And they have made it their mission punch the living shit out of those evil sharks that uh that live in their in their universe uh so like everything is like so like everything is like different like like instead of like sarcasm it's sharkism uh all of the spc objects are parodies of existing scps so like scp 3008 instead of being the ikea it's blahaj the the shark mascot i'm probably mispronouncing that but how do you um, pronounce it? Blahaj. Pronunci- pronunciation. It's pronounced. Okay, this is fucked up. I hate Swedish. It's pronounced blow high. Blow high. Yeah. SCP 3008 is blow high, and it features the shark punching center agents breaking into IKEAs to punch the, the plushies in the plushie section. And. That's so evil. I know it's horrible. 
No, I'm talking about blow high. Who the fuck? Oh. What fucking messed up ass language? If you're Swedish, fuck you. Or like uh, SPC 2000, instead of regenerating the world's population in case of a XK class end of the world scenario, it regenerates the world's sharks. So if they run out of sharks to punch, they can keep punching them. That's Terrible. So no, it's not based. I love sharks. I hate I the shark punching too, center. But it's so funny. It's funny, but I can't stand for it. Can I make a a GOI that's literally just it's one guy the shark punching center punching center yes it's one guy who's gonna punch all the people who are that part S- of the shark punching center. the SPCPC the shark yes. punching center punching center you take your author avatar on a on a one man mission to go to the SPC universe to defeat them maybe I should just make an account that's just SPCPC you should you should just downvote every SPC article and comment and be like, <laughs> I hate the SPC. <laughs> Create lore for my I, account. I was, gonna, I was gonna say, what do you think what do you think researcher Greg Chudley is like in the SPC universe? Um horrible. A menace. He, he, he's growing No, Lord. I have an I have an answer. Um and it's going to be League of Legends related. Uh, so if you we won't understand no i will explain it to you so this is fizz from league of legends greg chudley Mm -hmm. in the spc universe's goal is to make anyone who mains fizz kill themselves oh my god that's oh wait no if he's a researcher never mind if he's punching the sharks then yeah, okay, yeah, he would. Um, he had. I'm pretty sure the shark is a name. You know, that's probably like if there was SPC 7400, which 7400 is your honor League of Legends. It's probably just like an anti fizz SCP. Guppy, Chomper, and Gigalodon, depending on the shark, because he has three sharks. So yeah, um. I would say that Greg Chudley's purpose in life as an SPC researcher is to make anyone who plays Fizz in League of Legends kill themselves for playing Fizz. Because wow. it's the closest thing he can get to punching the shark. I imagine he, he just has a specific, horrible. like, he, he tracks the IPs of the players and sends MTF units to their house yeah. to beat them up. Yeah. <laughs> They're called the Tyler Ones. <laughs> They're all five foot. They're all five foot two and really buff. So you mean Sergio? They're gonna send Sergio over? No, Kai. Have you seen Tyler one? No. He's like I the most prolific. So. He's like the most prolific league streamer. Wait, is um, he the guy who screams? He's the guy who disappears. Who <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in general. Like That's in the general. only way I know him. Um. Um. This is Tyler One. Oh my god. <laughs> um Let me find the meme. Here's the here's the meme. Here's this is this, you might you may have seen this image before of Tyler One. You may not you may just not know that you have. But this is also Tyler One. I've never seen that before, but that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is he? Let's see. Tyler 1. 
It's according to his girlfriend, five foot six. But I, I don't no. know if I believe. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> no, he's taller than me. Then, dude, he would be taller up. than me. I don't think so. That I'm man does not look taller than me. I'm so sorry. He's like five five, five six. So he might be the same height as me. But yeah, no, Tyler. That that's the MTF. It's just a bunch of Tyler ones, and they're all <laughs> they beat the shit out of people who play Fizz. Still plays Draven. I need to meet him and have a measuring tape with me. <laughs> yeah. All right. I need to get up for something, but if you guys will start us off on our next reading, which is Critter Profile Tangerine, I will be right there. Okay. All right. Yes. Critter Profile Tangerine starts with the starts with the opening. This file is outdated as of fifth the fifteenth of February, twenty twenty two. The following file is outdated and no longer publicly listed on the creator's dossier. This URL is still available to staff members who re- wish to view this file. If you have any questions or concerns, contact Faewin Wilson. I don't know if that's just in character or if that's real. What do you mean? Like, is this actually an unlisted article? Or where did you find these? Are these these aren't numbered anomalies, no. right? No, I don't think they're numbered. How did you find them? Uh, you find them by searching uh, Wilson's Wildlife Solutions. I guess you can That's like crazy. click the banner and find it. I think no, the, maybe. no, the banner just no, takes it you just back goes to the main. Page. Just Google it. I wonder just if Google it's under Wilson's. GOIs. Probably. I don't know. I don't know how to navigate they the site. Are. They I just are. look it up on Google <laughs> if I want to find it. Yes, they do have their own. Um, like page of tagged Wilson's wildlife pages. Um, so here's all the uh, the critter profiles. Yes. So if we want to read any more, can we read Davy Bones? Can we please read Davy Bones? Did you read Davy Bones last time? Please tell me you didn't. Um, I don't think we did. No, we didn't. We can read that next because you needed okay. to pick one I out really anyway. So, so we can read Davey that Bones. one next. Okay. Do you want to do you want to start us off with critter profile tangerine? Yes. Okay. So read the read overview and creature features. I'd say, and then Sergio should be back by then. I'm sure. Okay. Alrighty. So overview name tangerine species. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this. Phidippus, uh regius arachnid, regal jumping is it, spider. Is it Phidippus? Phidippus. Phidippus. Let's see what good old. This is the the. Well, let's ep- see what good old Google has to say. Can we uh, change the? I was right. Give Jake two hundred dollars. No thanks. Um, can we oh. rename this episode to uh, the, the the episode where we Google everything <laughs> to figure out Google how to pronounce it? Every scientific name on the planet. Every name in general. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, primary caretaker Jimmy Kilp. Diet. Small insects. Tangerine especially likes moths. Housed in Wilson's Wildlife Center enclosure 14. Creature features. Tangerine is a resident arachnid. She's sweet and spends most of her time chilling in the corner of her terrarium. Sometimes, if she's in a good mood, she'll come out to play with her caretaker. Tangerine is a -a one-of-a-kind companion, so much so that when we first took her in, she managed to cure Jamie's longtime arachnophobia. I thought that was straight up just going to say she managed to cure Jamie's longtime depression. 
And that would have been yeah. like really great. That would have been I am back. so poggers. Welcome back. Welcome back. In addition to being, being poggers. <laughs> no curing depression via arachnid is poggers. Ah. Gotcha. I feel like that's a brand new sentence. Anyway, none of those uh, words are in the Bible. <laughs> they might be. In addition to being able to cure people's fear of spiders, Tangerine is also super smart. She is great at understanding emotions and human talking. Upon inspection by an arachnologist, it was found that Tangerine had a congenital disorder that prevents her from being able to bear children. The complications caused by this affliction means that she might not have much time left. Sergio, take the history. My son found Tangerine in a ditch out behind a school. In the ditch, she had spun webbing to hide an orange slice she found. Over the next few days, my son would run out to the ditch to watch Tangerine do her thing. She would sneak under the webbing in the ditch to take small bites out of the slice. One day, he brought Tangerine home in a jar. When he first tried to get her in her terrarium, she outmaneuvered us for ten minutes before we could catch her. And after she drew on a tabletop with sap on her legs, we'd been trying to see if she could write. It's one of the many instances that exemplifies her intellect. Um, I'll take special needs. Uh, Tangerine is provided with small insects and water three times a day. During the day, she can be brought out of her terrarium and explore more spacious or natural parts of the enclosure. However, she must be supervised for the duration of her time outside of the terrarium. And staff, please start closing doors behind you. It makes it so much easier to recu- recuperate Tangerine. Otherwise, when Tangerine is in her terrarium, she's in, she's fairly low maintenance. She's appeared fond of many creatures in her same insect enclosure. Especially Marcy and Jojo, our beloved twin locusts. As a result of Tangerine's health state, we try to give her as much time as possible with her friends. Notes about Tangerine. The wing of the enclosure housing Tangerine is open to all staff workers, and it is encouraged for people with arachnophobia to pass through and pay a visit to her. In most cases, one visit has been enough to temporarily or sometimes permanently cure a person's fear of spiders. Although there is technically no therapy occurring, Tangerine has been denoted as a therapy critter. Interactions between her and our staff often often consist of the person holding Tangerine, letting her crawl along their arm and hand. Sometimes, staff members have talked to Tangerine, since she's a pretty great listener. Alright, so for these emails, I'll be Jimmy Kilp, and Sergio, you can be Feowyn Wilson. Sound good? Uh, I mean, I mean, Feowyn is girl, and I'm one of those, so... Yes. True. Hey, you asked me to get back to you on how Tangerine is doing. She's doing alright. It took her a while to get out of that bashful phase, but she's back to playing with the other critters. She's still slow with eating, but that's normal. It's good to hear that she's alright. Tangerine should know that she can take her time. Let's try to get the cute sessions by next week. I'll try my best. She's still a bit tired. When I took her out of her terrarium, she gave me quite the scare. At one point, she ran right under my boot as I was walking. Thankfully, though, I avoided stepping on her. Oh god. Try to keep a close eye on her when she's crawling about. I'm glad she's alright, and I'll try to stop by and see her at the end of the week. Also, we have some new critters coming tomorrow, so try to introduce them to her. Have a nice day, and tell Tangerine I said hi. Phelan, Jamie was acting weird today. She came in crawling about like some centipede or ant. After I got her to speak, start speaking coherently, she was blaming Tangerine, the spider from Jimmy's sector. Oh, that's a Lillian. Oh, I didn't read that. I didn't read that part. Oh, well, I'm going to keep going uh, because I don't care. Before I could get any reasoning from Oops. her, she just up and left the room. Could you forward this to Jimmy? 
I'll let him know. But you know, Jamie, she's probably just messing around. She does that again, you can seek out a supervisor. Also, Jimmy, I've been getting some odd reports about the staff from Tangerine. Apparently, Jamie was found crab walking and clacking her jaw. Someone said it might be a result of Tangerine. Somehow? Jamie's in out, oddball. Probably just goofing around. I'll take a look, though, and get back to you. Possibly, in which case some staff found it funny. This morning, two staff members came into the boardroom crab walking. I told them to knock it off. They just skittered around the room manically. I'd appreciate it if you could che check on Tangerine, just in case. Some crab some coworkers are just immature this week. Had an ontologist take a look at her. Found fuck all that would be a concern. There's good news, though. Earlier today, Watson and I managed to figure out a way for Tangerine to write. We put, like, pen things on her fangs that drip ink onto the tip and she was able to write somewhat coherent English on the paper. This is a major breakthrough. I'm going down to the enclosure tomorrow. I'm still skeptical about this whole spider people debacle. Maybe now that she can write, we can get some answers. The communication with Tantri you know. today was a bit confusing. But what do you expect? Talking to her, it seems like she's become aware of her infertility, but didn't say much past that. It turns out there's nothing paranormal about the shenanigans. We'll start in issuing disciplinary action. Is it possible the spider people thing is a result of her longing for children? I hadn't considered that. I went to talk to Tangerine like you asked, and it's possible you're onto something. After a quick look at her therapy records, it seems like the staff acting like spiders start exhibiting these behaviors just a few months after meeting with Tangerine. That's concerning. Did she write anything that particularly stood out? Uh, well, she seems to have become obsessed with her infertility, and we had a brief discussion where she pleaded if there was anything I could do to help. Broke my heart. I think we'll need to cut her off from therapy sessions. We have no idea how much this could worsen if we continue to expose people to her. I'm almost confident there's some sort of twisted way of trying to have children. The people affected could be the people affected have been begun getting psychiatric aid, so that should help. Are you sure that's a good idea? It could really mess her up. Jimmy, look at Tangerine. She's gone from the life of the party to a complete wreck in the past few weeks. She might not even have that long left. I think it's best if we stop the therapy sessions. Alright, I'll edit her critter profile. I'll update you on how she's doing afterwards. Today she asked why nobody had visited her. She's been incredibly down. I wanted to tell her we ended the therapy sessions with staff, but I just couldn't. She's, she stopped acknowledging my coworkers and me entirely. When we tried to pick her up today to let her wander around, she bit Watson. Nothing fatal, but definitely worth medical attention. You didn't leave an update this week. Did you just forget? Is Tangerine alright? For the past two days, she had been hunched up in her corner of her terrarium and refused to eat. Last night, she stopped moving entirely. She starved herself. Boo! So sad. sad ending! Boo! What the uh, heck? I, th th this hit me like a freight train when I first read it. Cause me I was too. Like, I think this was the first Wilsons I read, and they're like, oh, they're, they're little wholesome, like, creature, th like, features. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my, oh my god. And then you read oh this. God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super sad. Well, on a, on a brighter note, okay, I have two choices. Did you guys read Zargoth, Destroyer of Dimensions last time? We did not. Do we want to read Davy Bones? Didn't we no, read we, Zargoth? It's... A, it's we, we didn't. We read um, we read the, the 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 whale, the whale with like the dream powers. Uh, Bartholomew. Oh yeah, the beluga, beluga whale. Yeah. Yeah, the beluga whale, and then 
Oh, what was the other one? Oh, uh, Bonzo the Clown. Oh, yeah, that's right. Do we want to read Davy Bones or Zargoth Destroyer of Dimensions? I want to read Davy Bones. Sergio? Let's go with Davy Bones. Vote. All right, we'll read Davy Bones. All right, okay. I posted it in fanfic links. I'll Critter Profile. St- oh, oh, never okay. mind. You can start us. Oh, okay, okay. Critter Profile, Davy Bones. Name, Davy Bones. Species, hybrid of... Oh, fuck. <laughs> and, and no... Go- and no plagaster cornita, common fang tooth, and dunkleostis. No. <laughs> dunkleostis? Dunkleostus. <laughs> no. How do, you, how do you say it? Stop. It's, it's dunkley. No. It's dunkleostius. <laughs> dunkleostius. I tried, okay? I it's tried. the only thing so far in this episode that you haven't looked I, up. I tried, because I, I didn't want to be the guy for the fucking 19th time in a row. I'd be like, to say this. Come on, man. I tried my best. <laughs> it's okay. Go I'm ahead. Dunkley, Dunkley Osteus. <laughs> Dunkley Osteus. However you want to say it. Primary caretaker, aquatic team, Elizabeth Crane, diet, carbon dioxide, and some sunlight. Housed, Wilson Wildlife Center, enclosure 59. He photosynthesizes. (laughs) Good for him. (laughs) (laughs) You want to take it? I'll take it. I'll take it. You can cry a little bit. It's okay. I tried my best. Creature features. At first, you may ask Bessie Crane, why do we have a decomposing skeleton in our fish tank? But look a little closer, because this here's one of our little critters. Davy Bones, as we lovingly named him, is unlike your normal fish. He is the skeleton of a fish. This little fellow's been lurking in the dark depths of the ocean for a very long time, but because this guy's got a striking re- resemblance to the extinct Dusk... D- now I can't say it either. Yeah, Dun- fuck you! Yeah, fuck you! Say it wrong, say it wrong! Dunkleosteus. But, upon further research, he also has the size and fangs of a common fang tooth. We're unsure of how this happened, but we suspect that our special boy went through evolution a long time ago and branched off from his dunkle parents. <laughs> we also think that he may be very, very, very old ancestor of the Fangtooth, carrying some of their most noticeable traits. The Fangs, another name for teeth. Now, who do you think came up with that smart one? This is exciting because that may mean there are a few more specimens like him. But what is spectacular about Davy Bones is that Davy isn't the skeleton, but the algae controlling the skeleton. It seems that Davy has a single muscle attached to his ribs, and on it is a black, infestious algae, which connects to his spine. Basically, it's the powerhouse of a really big cell. That's a science joke for all of our brainiacs out there. <laughs> Mitochondria. Ooh. Uh, see, the thing I love about the, the Wilson's formats is that because it's from the perspective of somebody who's just, like, in the anomalous world, it's just like, yeah, it's just a skeleton. It's being controlled by algae. Like, of course. <clears throat> He's Foo I love, Fighters. I love that it's written like a, like a blog made for, like, fifth grade students. Yes. 
Yeah, that's the uh now that you say that I I completely get that. Right, Who I would like to take history. history? Okay, nice. nice. I would like to say there's a really nice drawing of um Davy Bones that I'm assuming the authors probably drew. Um unless they found it somewhere. Actually I can check licensing and citation to see if they grabbed it somewhere. Uh, yeah. actually no no they did not. Uh that is a Zyth Zif <laughs> Zifactinus audax uh fossil. Um from the Upper Cretaceous period. Hmm. The All author right, so. is James St. John. Thanks, James St. John. Thanks, James, for the wonderful sketch. Davy wouldn't stay still after the first picture, so our lovely researcher, Taisha, drew him. She said she couldn't get his stomach algae right, so she left it out altogether. We were exploring the area near the Mariana Trench in the Pacific when we first spotted Davy lazily floating up to us in our little submarine. Unfortunately, not yellow. You get it, guys? You get it? Ha-ha, I drugs, get it. Drugs, I get it. <laughs> By that time, we were 3,500 meters deep and it was starting to get dark. Davy shocked us at first with his sudden greeting and appearance. As we calmed down, he seemed to want us to follow him. Yes, to show that our boy is very intelligent. We went deeper and deeper until we found what seemed to be the bottom. You should have seen our faces when we saw a whole variety of fish skeletons. Whales, sharks, eels, you name it. All shapes and sizes, slowly tra being slowly traveled onto by a little underwater fungi, which we later learned was the algae. I think I even saw a human skull and a big bone buildings going even deeper down. But I must have been so happy about Davy Bones' discovery that the dark could have been playing tricks with my eyes. The dark can fool you like that. I mean, a bone, a bone kingdom? Get real. As we went back up, I looked at... I looked back at Davy Bones, and he was just following us. He followed us all the way back up to the shallows, practically hitting the submarine, trying to get it open. How charming. We love a go-getter. Ever since then, we've been looking more into the area and the algae itself, and Davy Bones has been an amazing time at our center. Special needs and accommodate. Why do I keep reading the special needs paragraphs? This is fucked up. I mean, I, I could love read it. If I, you no, want. it's okay. I love accommodating these creatures. Running on algae, all Davy Bones needs is attention and the occasional patch of waste litter to feed off of. Davy is very affectionate, but must be handled carefully since he's millions of years old and a skeleton, meaning he's very fragile. It is best to not touch his stomach, muscle, or surrounding algae, as this could cause him a great deal of pain or trauma. A happy fish is a healthy fish. He's not too fussy about where he stays, as long as it's dark and quiet. I thought fish can't feel pain. Debated. Hotly debated in the scientific community. Okay. No, notes about notes? Davy Bones. Take it away, Haunting. guy. Uh, recently, I've been looking into that parasite that seems to infect and control ants, as it's very interesting to me personally, and made a connection to Davy and his wonderful bones. I thought that it definitely is similar, except it's under the sea and with bones. We did show Davy's algae to our brainy biologists of the team who agree. Yeah, we could try this out to see if it works with other bones. March 7th, 2016, we put the algae on a preserved herring skeleton to which it flailed around at first and then stopped. We agreed that, of course, it has to have time to connect naturally. So we put on our hats and coats and quit testing in case it hurt Davy Bones anymore, even if he seems very eager to get us to pick him up. Maybe poisonous to us, so we can't let it get on our skin. Even still, mistakes happen. A splash of the odd algae happened to fall onto my fellow researcher Morgan's arm while he was sprinkling some food into Davy's tank. Morgan described it as sticky. 
and gives you some sort of tingle. Better get this off before it spreads or something. This is why you gotta be careful when working with animals. Although it does make me curious about what I think were human skeletons on the ocean floor that day. There's no way I was seeing swimming human skeletons. How would they get that deep? Unless some fishy's friends bigger than Davy Bones were able to open submarines. Some people like to think of how vast our universe is, but there's no darn way that we're the only civilization in our solar system. But what if those other people were not above us in space, but below us? Below us. I was terrifying. I wasn't expecting <laughs> cosmic horror and yeah, I like I like the the random well. yeah the random existential crisis at the end. Yeah, I was not expecting that either. That's pretty cool. I mean, I guess after Tangerine, we should probably have uh, figured like, oh, um, some of these might end up, you know, the the bait and switch of ah, oh, wholesome. Uh, oh, Cordyceps yeah, I mean bones. I mean, Wobbles did almost get punched, which would not be a happy ending. True. Apparently, one of the articles under Wilson's Wildlife is a is a is a dash one proposal, but I don't see which one it is. What? Um, I searched proposal, but I didn't find it. So I'm assuming it's just something that I don't know the name of. I at least don't hmm. see a dash one proposal linked on the hub. I mean, a, with how yeah, tags tag, work on... In the tag cloud. Unless the tag cloud is just unrelated. I might the tag cloud is unrelated. Oh, okay. I was going to say. What the hell, man? Because I, well, I was also going to say, as we found out from the nobody reading, is and, and that I found out, is that just the slightest reference to a group of interest will lead the article being tagged with it. Oh, we, I know that from our sex episode. Yeah. So well, what did guys, you think, Jacob? Since I think this is your first time it. reading through these. I did. I liked, like I said, it's it kind of gives me like, like middle school science, like um, like they get you on the Chromebook, mm-hmm. and they and they put you and they, they make you <laughs> and they make you read like this random article for your for your class because the teacher doesn't actually want to teach you anything, but like in a good way because I enjoyed that kind of stuff in high school because I was a fucking loser. No, I enjoy that sort of thing too. Because I'm also a loser. Yeah. We're all High losers. High five. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Um, Tangerine was sad. And that made me sad. But Davy Bones is funny. So. What about Wobbles? I liked Wobbles, too. I liked them all. I think it's funny that, um. That, uh. This article has 105 upvotes and nine comments. <laughs> and one of People them is obviously like the author post. You show yeah. somebody a cute animal and they upvote. Some people just just forget to leave a comment. Fair. I kind of wish the um, comments were like more visible on the the, pa- the page rather than just being yeah. way at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I think they should put a link for it at the top too. You know yeah, like I mean? something under the rating module. Yeah. Also, well, here's a call I to action. 
Uh, call call oh, to action. Okay. Uh, go upvote Tangerine. It only has twenty. It only has twenty yes. upvotes. True. Yeah. Make an account. Upvote Tangerine. I should do that too. <laughs> Here's another call to action. Um, follow us on Twitter again. Unfollow um, us and then follow us again. Yeah. Make someone else follow us with with your with a gun. Don't do here's that. A question for you. Here's here's the last question for you guys. In in your head, um, would you have any ideas for a a, a critter profile? You know, how, like um, like just like of an animal, like an anomalous animal you could think of with a wacky effect. Oh, you oh Sergio pitch what? Um, hold on. Let me let me make sure I got the. Make sure I got the name right. You know, um, Norse mythology. Um, Ike Thinir, Ike The the like the god thing that lives in the branches of Yggdrasil. Um, Write it up. Y- uh. It's a boss fight in Valheim. Valheim, because the only, the only so, creature I'm thinking of is Needhog. No, it's um, it's not in God of War or anything, so you may not know about it. But it's uh, it's a creature. I'll post it in general. It's like uh, it's like an elk. Um, it's a stag that dwelled in Asgard hmm. in the roots of Yggdrasil. Yggdrasil, however you want to pronounce it. I've I think, I think heard I've of heard that. of this, but I didn't know its name. Yeah, it's a it's a cool looking uh, deer guy. So the Wilsons, uh, yeah, make article write an article would be about this guy. Would be about yeah. It's, it's like a, they think it's like a regular elk, and they're like, oh, it's a it's 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 actually a god. It's actually from Valhalla. It stands <laughs> it stands in Valhalla. I like it. That's my that's my pitch. Um, you do first. I need to think longer. Because <laughs> I because I feel like I I, I want to write a will I I want to write a Wilson's profile, but I well I gave I, you I, an I, idea. It would it would tie in with your with your universe. I don't know. I. At least, at least I'm 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 trying to th- I'm trying to think of animals and something interesting to put along with them, but I'm not thinking of anything at the moment. I f- I, f- I feel like I'm... Kai would do something with a moth. I might do something with a moth or like a beetle. I think that would be cool. I was thinking maybe like... maybe maybe something having to do with parasitic wasps because I studied those. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. So maybe something to do with that, but that's kind of more scary, and I think I would like to write a wholesome one. Yeah, because I was gonna, gonna say it could be a, a critter profile for like a guy, <laughs> a guy who's being controlled by a parasitic wasp, and they don't they don't exactly realize it, or they talk about it as a wasp, and it's just like it's kind of hinted to you that it's not like a regular wasp, and then at the end you find out that it's a guy being controlled. It's a guy by who one. thinks he's a wasp. I like it. 
That could work. See, we tag teamed it. What about you, Sergio? Come on. Come up with something we, good. We tag teamed the idea. Okay. What about a, a raccoon with a pocket dimension that it hoards trash inside of? That I feel like it would work better with like a um, marsupial. A, a possum. Yeah, a possum. Oh, a possum with a pocket dimension pouch. Yes. Yeah. A bag of holding. Possum. Oh, I've got one. What about a shark that's dedicated that to punching you. people? Yeah, the shark <laughs> punching center, punching center's greatest asset. Yes. The shark the land punching shark. center. The, the shark punching center, punching center shark. <laughs> yes. The SPCPCS. Also known as the... the I was going to see, I was going to go to the shark punching hub and see if they have a version of the chaos insurgency, because I imagine that's what it would be. Uh-huh. Well, if they don't, uh, then it's free real estate for me to step in. Let's see here. Mm -hmm. It does not, oh, wait, hold on. They, uh... Uh, there is the World Wildlife Foundation, which I'm assuming is their version of Wilson's. Mm -hmm. They do... It's, it, yeah, it says... Uh, uh, they're believed to be responsible for renting from the beginning of a fifth mass extinction event. Their public fronts are primarily concerned with the preservation of all wildlife, but rumors suggest they have a special interest in collecting deviant wildlife, possibly for weaponization purposes. While uncanny similarities exist between the WWF and the SCP Foundation, reliable intelligence indicates these two organizations do not collude. Though if I'm being honest, it'd be funnier if Faye and Tim Wilson are the shadowy controllers of an all-powerful wildlife conservation organization. So I started using the Wilson's Wildlife Foundation recently. I guess no uh -huh. the author. Cool. Far out. Well, I have nothing else to add to this episode. And with that, me neither. We love you. We love you. And animals. I hate you. Do you still like the animals? Yeah, no, of course. Just not people. Yeah.